Hey, baby girls, happy holidays, and welcome back to another episode of Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butterbiz squad. Yeah. Happy holidays. We're only a couple of days away from Christmas. I'm excited. Whatever you celebrate. Really super excited. Yeah. Uh, whatever you actually do celebrate, happy all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you excited for Christmas? I, uh, I feel like, like the presents that I got, yeah. like, in particular, are going to be pretty badass, like, I think. Yeah. You guys usually do something that's, like, awesome for me every year. Father's Day, you hit me really nice with, like, a really good gift. And Christmas, usually, you pull something out of your ass that I never expect. Okay. Always. It's a gun safe at one point. You're like... <laughs> that was, like, for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, but, like, these things I don't expect, right? Yeah. So, I think, like... Whatever is down in that tree over there, oh, daddy gonna have a good time. <laughs> I feel like when I first met you, Christmas was like, uh. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Because I came from a miserable place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My heart was cold. Uh, made of stone. And you softened me like butter. Uh, <laughs> so you're excited now for Christmas. Very and much so. And then, like, even more, like, you've really gotten me to, like, really understand more so gift giving. Mm, okay. That feels nice. Like I know you like gifts. Yeah, I do. You do like gifts. Good ones. But like, in, in, but good ones, exactly. Yeah. And so having to put some thought in, in into it, or even if it's as easy as like, you know, you have let me know something earlier in the year, and I'm like, ah, suppose that yeah. I know it's gonna be something you like are satisfied with, happy with. So yeah, I'm excited for Christmas. Yeah. The presents and shit, ooh, it's gonna be fire for me at least. Now, this episode, you guys, is a two-parter. We are actually doing our first annual Ideally Though Awards. The Ideally Though Awards. Yeah, so today's episode, we're going to go and count down our favorite, well, my favorite movies yes. of 2023. So mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Look at the little award that you got. Yeah, um, I got this little award. I know some of you guys are listening, but um, <laughs> I did buy this cute little Academy Award trophy Yeah. in honor of all the movies that came out that I love for 2023. Yes. I started making this list last year. Nice. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I love these movies. I love these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would post it on Instagram because I wanted people to watch them because I'm like, these are really good movies. Yeah. And then you had mentioned earlier in the year, ideally though, awards. And I was like, yeah. Oh, I could do something like that. I, I I didn't think you would actually like pull the stops out. Like I, this is actually pretty pretty cool. Um, what what is your what is your award criteria, for instance? Like, do you have nominees, or is this just like a personal list? Like, these are the best ones this year. Did they come out this year? What are you? Uh... Yeah, it's the best. Like for today's episode, it's the best movies. So nice. I don't have nominees. Okay. Like you ain't going against nobody. Okay. <laughs> you. you <laughs> You will know it's only you and only you. I like it. I like um, it. They came out this year. So I'm not giving any pass. We're like, it's for the, the year of 2023. All right. And I'll do it next year and things like that. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like it. 
next episode will be shows. And I won't actually give out any, like, specific, like, reward for a certain category. Right. I'm just going to name my top favorite shows that came out in 2023. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now, before we get into the awards, I do want to talk about some just housekeeping stuff. Okay. So, former Governor Rudy Giuliani has uh. to pay immediately, as of today, a judge ordered him to pay immediately the $148 million to those two Georgia um, election workers. Nice. Yeah. You know, when he accused them of, like, trying to mess with the 2020 yeah. election ballot or whatever. Got sweaty-ass yeah. Rudy Giuliani. Now, there's supposed to be this 30-day period sweaty with the little, like, got some edge control that's dripping down on the side. <laughs> I but, <mean>. uh, <laughs> He, I think he's, there's a 30-day period where he might try to, like... Appeal? Yeah. Mm. And I think the lawyers are saying that he's going to probably try to disclose his assets. So the judge is saying that they can actually go after his Florida and New York estate, oh. like, assets. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fine if the two people who got, you know, is are they split some stuff up? Did you want to see New York or did you want to see, you yeah. know... Split it the fuck up. Even man. his like his former lawyer was saying that he didn't even pay. He racked up all these like mm. bi- like lawyer bills when with the whole Trump thing. Yeah. So he hasn't paid the I think it was like one point six million that he owed or something like that. So he ducking and dodging. He, yo, ducking you know what? Dodging. As long as they get that motherfucker. As yeah, long absolutely. As they get him. So Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, you know, if you want to throw some coins over here, you know, <laughs> I'm your girl. I didn't expect that. I thought you were going to shout them. <laughs> that is funny. No, but, you know, I really hope they do get their money, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, the, the shit you, they've been through since 2020, mm-hmm. I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be some real nice, uh, comfortable money mm-hmm, or whatever, absolutely. estate, any of that. It's going to be comfortable for them. Good for them. Okay, so a couple days ago, we uh-huh. got the verdict with this high-profile case with Jonathan Major. So we found out that he is found guilty of assault and harassment. Uh, it's like second, third yikes. degree. Um, I think his sentencing is supposed to be February 6th mm, of next okay. year. Okay. What do you think we're expecting at sentencing? Maybe probation or what? They really going Okay, now... This will be interesting to see mm-hmm. in duality with the Tory Lanez case and Meg, right? Domestic. It's still violence against a, assault against so. a woman. Um, I don't know if they're going to treat it differently, but if they give him a few years, it would be in the – no, I'm not saying they should. No, I'm not saying – but if they, give him a few, if they give him a few years, it would be only because they set an example but for Tory that they have to follow because it's a – even if it's, it would look different for them if it's a white – woman you know what i'm saying it's some straight bullshit it's the way that like i've always perceived like just optics alone mm-hmm. society might even bring that up to be something like hey why did this happen if he did he assaulted her if it's just labeled as assault it doesn't matter right they're just gonna go off verb verbiage so like i don't i don't expect it to be that but i've heard like People just inklings and people have like talked about it like online and things like yeah he's gonna get some years because of the Tory Lane situation. I hope not. I don't care that I'm not. I'm going against the grain. I really don't think he should get. I don't think so either. I don't think he should get jail time, uh, probation at most. I think that he has a promising career and it's fucked up that he you know he does Creed three. He starts doing Marvel movies and then all of a fucking sudden I'm getting upset. All of a sudden. <laughs> Y'all, you know, Marvel Studios, y'all drop him like a hot fucking potato, but yeah. But DC 
Y'all don't drop nasty ass Ezra for all the shit he has done to a white woman. Yeah, I'm just saying it's really it's really a double standard. That is the reason why it's the that's the reason why I pointed that out. I don't want that to be the case. I'd rather rather him be on probation or some shit, do some community service or some shit, make sure there's a they can never be together again. Restrain them already, and then keep it pushing. Uh, I see him maybe doing a few B films unless he pulls off a Jamie Foxx like. Ray like performance where he's catching like some Oscars. And I mean, he's like wearing that. the clothes from Ray <laughs> and stopping people from fighting and shit with the, with the hat. But like, if he does that type of performance, that will be the way he actually gets the chance to redeem himself. This if is not, some he's bullshit. doing B movies for a while. This is some bullshit. I I feel like he will redeem himself. I would hope so. I really hope we're not using Megan Good as a beard. It it's yeah. too obvious. I don't like that. It does look like yeah. It. I don't like that. But I'm really upset about the way I'm gonna be honest. He's getting treated. Yeah. I'm. I don't like it. I don't care what nobody fucking say. I don't like the way he's getting treated. I don't think. I don't like the way he's being spoken about online. I do think that like both of them did shit that's wrong. But he did his best to try to avoid the situation. Just he did it in the right. wrong way. He ran. He did put his hands on her and try to put her in the car. It looks nasty. That text messages shit look nasty. The voicemail or the recorded conversation shit sounds nasty. There's it too is, many people. It's a situation shit, that socially, these people shouldn't have, shouldn't be involved in it, mm-hmm. and they should just be apart. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to even make it seem like we shouldn't do anybody do anything or not do anything about it. Yeah, I know there's disputes when it comes to couples. Yeah, I just feel like with what we saw on all those damn cameras when he was running away. Eight blocks. I just felt like that could have meant something. Yeah. I just that was showing it. something. Yeah, it showed us. You can give us voice stuff all day, but we actually in 3D. It's like the shooting, you know? the Ashbury shooting, I believe. Uh, forgive me if I'm getting the name wrong, where he was looking around the the construction yard and then was running away to to just jog. They followed him. Why would if she's following him, she's literally being the aggressor if he's running away. Yeah, I, so. I don't like it. And I feel like he just started like really getting up there yeah. and then I, I don't like it. I don't it's like grossness. It. Uh and I hope that the whole situation works itself out and they don't, you know, crucify this man come February. I hate it. Um, on worser news, no, I'm just like <laughs> on lighter news, the Colorado Supreme Court banned Donald Trump. That's right. From the from the 2024 presidential ballot. Yeah. Yeah. So the court says he's ineligible to run, um, and the decision was made in a four to three vote. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that it it's so so many people are actually trying to get that like appealed and things. I mean, he I have to give him this. He got a lot of supporters, blind supporters (sighs) that believe that he's still president. He's just yeah, I don't know what the hell they think. Man, whatever it's it is, stuff. it's it's some real wild yeah. shit. I, it it it's, it gives that Civil War movie. Have you seen that trailer with like it's like literally like Trump versus like Democrats. It's a movie, Civil War. Uh, it gives it a bit of like credence to look like oh that's not a possibility or it could be, but like it's just scary to know that people can have that type of blind devotion to something. You know I mean, it's I mean? called Colts. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what it's called. Um, this really actually marks the first time in history the Section 3 of the Constitution's 14th Amendment wow. has been used to disqualify a presidential candidate. Interesting. Yeah. That's historical. Yeah. He Did he, did he fuck up that bad? 
He yeah, did the Capitol, I guess. Yeah, right? come on now, the riot. That's part of yeah. the, the section three of the 14th, yeah. the, the rebellion and starting a riot against government. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you did that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> January 6th was all you. you did them shits. Shoot. <laughs> oh my God. Um, let me see if I have anything. There is one last thing. I, I did have something about. for you too. Okay, go ahead. Do you wanna? Uh I I saw very quickly just something funny. Uh that Soldier Boy and Blueface were getting into it online. You saw uh, me looking at their lives. I looked into it even more so because I was like, why would they even be communicating? What and, is going on? Uh, their, uh, the versus battle thing is situation uh, is supposedly going to be a thing or going to be a celebrity boxing match. It should be celebrity boxing because <laughs> it's two toothpicks trying to fight. <laughs> and, and I just thought you would get a kick out of that. I mean, versus, uh, Soulja Boy already did Bow Wow. He already did versus, which I thought was so stupid because Soulja Boy didn't have enough you don't have enough hits to do no. against Bow Wow. No, but he Maybe also. Blueface. I mean, he yeah, but Blueface has one hit that one real big gigantic. You, one hit. hit and then you speed it up. That's another hit. <laughs> Slow it down. That's another hit. That's exactly what Soldier Boy did on the damn verses against Bow Wow. Here's Hilarious. the remix. Here's the sped up version. Here's I mean, the slow if you don't do it, do it. So yeah. I thought that was pretty funny, and I figured you'd get a kick out of that. I was, I showed you, I was watching them yeah. on live, and I was like, "What is y'all? What, what's the problem?" And that was like, I want to know why they would even communicate. And yeah. I just dug deep, and yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, one last thing I want to talk about was uh the Christian Keys accusations. He was saying on my he he did a live, and he said on Instagram that he has been getting harassed for years by a powerful man in Hollywood. Mm. Now, everybody's kind of speculated who they think it is, yeah. but if it is not this person, I would say just say that. Uh-huh. So if it's not, I'm going to just say Tyler Perry. If it, is, <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't Tyler Perry, yeah. let's say it's Lee Daniels. I don't know. I'm just putting out, then just say, well, y'all, just so y'all know, I know y'all know I worked with Tyler Perry. It ain't Tyler Perry. Yeah. If it ain't him. Yeah. Um, people speculate and say that it could be a money grab because mm. the whole like Cassie thing. Um, and people wonder like, can men be harassed? You can be harassed. He's not Definitely. saying he's he's saying he's harassed. I'm pretty sure as a man he wouldn't let somebody touch him. Yeah, right. You right, know, right. I think that hell communication alone is going to be harassment if you don't want that. Being a woman or a man, sometimes you don't want to speak up because past traumas and things like that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I don't know. They need to give him a little bit more grace. I see people just, there are people who support him and there's people who are just like shit talking. It's like, well, if you've never been in this position, yeah. I mean, who are you to just start talking? Like, I, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. I do think it's Tyler. Yeah, I think Claudia Jordan even, she even vouched for him. She's like, he told me this 15 years ago. I think it's Tyler too. Yeah. I, do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't I want just, that because then what if it there's ain't? There's so many of those references like Mr. Chocolate and shit, the boondocks. Like, I don't. References for years of people just say Tyler Perry on that little weird shit. You know, <laughs> it, it may be. I'm not. You know, I ain't trying to mean it, but he might be on some weird shit. I I don't know. I hope not. But I mean, I would hope not too, because that would be nasty. I mean, God bless Christian Keys. I really hope. Yeah. That. I don't. He does not seem like the type that is for a money grab. I yeah, don't no, think not so. At all. I feel like if he wanted a money grab, he could have been done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that. It is some truth in people stepping up and making other people feel safe to say, you know what? You stepped up about Diddy. He's very powerful. Let me see what I can do. Yeah. You know, so. the, the, the courage comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So are you ready for the Ideally the Awards? Yes. Okay. So I want you to hold the trophy. All right. Okay. So the first movie, and I'm actually going by 
um, movies that came out in the beginning of the year. So mm -hmm. there's no particular order what I like better or anything like that. Yeah. I started making my list right on January 1st. Okay. You okay. know, so, or in January when I first saw the first movie, I was like, you know what, that's worth putting on my list. Nice. Okay, so the first movie is getting Best Mystery. Okay. Yes. So it is the movie Missing. Missing. Yeah, that came out on Netflix on January 20th. Okay. It actually got an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Yeah. So it stars Storm Reed. She's been on uh, like uh, The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, got she's it. a cute little girl from, yeah, and she's on Euphoria. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nia Long, uh, Joaquin Almick. Mm -hmm. um, and this movie kind of brung back what we used to see in the early 2000s that screen life film. Where it's done through webcam, camera screen. That's yeah, what they call yeah, screen yeah, life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's most it's all shot via webcam. Okay. And I like that because we haven't seen it in a while, but you know they use it to fuck up early two thousands. Yeah. I hated that. It was it happened often yeah. too often. Um, this is about a girl named June who is of course played by Storm Reed. Her mm. mother disappears while she's on vacation with her new boyfriend in Colombia. Yeah. Um, and June uses technology to find her before it's too late. Mm -hmm. Now, as she digs deeper into her internet sleuthing, she it raises more questions than answers. Yes. So there's a lot of twists and turns in this movie. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Uh, Breath of fresh air to I, see that. I do remember this one being very compelling. And it kept me on my toes because I, I, I didn't know who I could actually trust in the midst mm -hmm. of it all. So that was like I love the whodunits. I love a good whodunit. You know what I mean? Uh, a good mystery. So this fits that category perfectly, uh, especially for the movie section. So it it was interesting to watch the tech change, yes. but the technique not mm -hmm. change, right? Yep. The webcammy stuff because they had like FaceTime calls and yep. things of that nature. And you could see people. And like Gmail. Cameras. It was really neat. Yeah. It was really inventive, really neat. I mean, I know we've seen it before, but this one felt, like you said, a, a, a very much a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. yeah. I like that she used all of her resources. Like she reached out to somebody who does a cleaning service in Colombia. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you help me? And he was like her friend and in Colombia. Yeah. yeah. He was our friend in Colombia looking, okay, I'll check the hotel for you. Yeah. You're probably never going to meet people like that. But I thought that was like, if that was me and I was looking for my mom yeah. and I reached out to a cleaning service, like, hey, can you go here? And this guy becomes kind of like my little like side, you know, yeah. like my sidekick. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. It, it came up with some really inventive ideas on how to like really – Search for a missing person, yeah, to be honest. Can, what's the password to yeah. your mom's Google account yeah. and emails and stuff? Interesting stuff. stuff. Yeah. Really cool stuff. Go see the shit if yeah. you haven't seen it. Missing ever. on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So that's Best Mystery. Best Mystery. Okay. All right. So congratulations, Storm Reed, yeah. on getting the Ideally the Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept this award on your behalf. <laughs> All right. So the next one is You People. Okay. Yeah, this came out on Netflix as well. Mm -hmm. This came out a couple days after missing, January 27th. Okay. Yeah, so this I gave Best Romantic Comedy. Interesting. Yeah. Now, for this one, Rotten you Tomatoes, people. it did give them a 40%. I was a little shocked because I really liked the movie. I watched it a lot. Now, listen. Now, listen. I'm, I'm going to go you ahead. You didn't like you people? I'm going to go ahead and agree with Rotten Tomatoes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it was an all-star cast. We had Nia Long, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. Nia Long was on this one as well. Yeah, you just love her. I love Nia Long. 
Um, this was directed by Kenya Barris. I love him. Yeah, and written by Jonah Hill. So this was his movie mm-hmm. he wrote. I don't know if this was his first movie, but yeah. I thought he did a really good job with it. You know, you get the you know biracial couple with the cultural class clash, mm-hmm. the um, generational differences, and the social expectations. Yeah. So it's it, it was it was funny in certain to certain degrees for me, mm-hmm. but um. I just felt like Eddie Murphy kind of like was stale. He just felt very dry and bored. Like some some comedians now getting older, like even example um, Adam Sandler. Yeah. You start letting people around you be a little bit more funny. Fair. Um, it wasn't starring Eddie Murphy, so yes, you're not gonna get all of the yeah humor from. He's my favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. He still got it in him because he got Beverly Hills Cop coming out. Which I'm super so excited I, for. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be funny on that. He's funny on everything. He's yeah. starting to do a little bit more of some dramatic films, taking it a little bit more serious. Those I have enjoyed. Yeah. So um, I I was okay with him not really being too funny. He's supposed to be the stoic black panther. Yeah. And I think I hadn't seen him in such a long time that I was expecting him to be extra even with funny. St- he was gonna be funny even if it was very dry. I, I I thought he did good. I, I I mean he was. I wish he was a little bit funnier. Mm-hmm. I also wish that there was more chemistry from Lauren London and Jonah Hill. Okay. Because this is an unlikely pair, so you have to make us believe, believe it, yeah. that you guys are really in love, and you guys, you know, we found love in a hopeless place. Still pretty entertaining though. Too. It was. I mean, per that one comedian I saw on his pod. Uh, who was on the movie? He played, oh, uh, Andrew Schultz. Yeah, he said that he even kiss at the end. Yeah, it was. Uh, Why? It was uh, special effects. Was it more so because of COVID? Then I'll be okay. I think it was for COVID, but I, I don't remember exactly. I'm a thespian. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna make you fall in love with me in this in during this process. Yeah. Because I needed to display on on camera. Yeah. You know, I am a thespian, so if anybody wants to hire me. <laughs> I'm available, but yeah, I really like you people because I'm. I just thought it was just a cute little, like we would never see you guys on camera, and, and it worked. And I just wish there was a little bit more passion. Yeah, but I do give them best romantic comedy. So congratulations, you people cast. I will accept this award on your behalf. <laughs> All right. So the next one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus. All right. So the next one is Creed three. You know I couldn't go nowhere without saying Creed 3 has gotten an award. Okay. If it was up to me, they would get a multiple, a copious amount of awards. <laughs> copious, um, okay. they, It did come out in theaters on March 3rd. Mm-hmm. I did see the movie twice in theaters, or three times, one of those. I don't remember. But I saw it multiple <laughs> times in theaters because I got it at Support Bay. Um, I give this movie best sports movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Best sports movie. It did get an 88% on Rotten Tomato. Um, this does star Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Jonathan Majors. I think all of them, uh, Felicia Rashad was on there as well. I think they all, Wood Harris, they all did an amazing job. <laughs> I was trying to remember more people, but I think that they all did a great job. Jonathan Majors bulked the fuck up yeah, he was for the for movie, much. and that just skyrocketed his career until it dropped. Yeah. You know, so that's why I'm upset because I loved him on Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And we're like, okay. This guy's gonna be something. We even said that then. We were like, this guy's gonna be something. Yeah, he's gonna do it. He he gives emotion. He he's He's good. Yeah. It's a range and shit. Yeah, he has range and I was a little upset about it. But 
the movie, I love Creed. This was Michael B. Jordan's first film that he directed. We love that. Yeah. Um, this actually was the first sports movie that was shot in IMAX with IMAX cameras. Nice. Yeah, so we got the IMAX nice. scene on, in the theaters, and you get to see the sweat and the punching, the slow-mo. It was like... Yeah. You get to see a lot of it. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. So for people who haven't seen Creed 3 yet, you might want to see Creed 1 and 2 so you can get a little bit, you know. It is I one can of those. Only, you do have to yeah. have a bit of the history behind it. Yes. I can only sum up what I, you know, for the actual movie. But, you know, we have Adonis Creed who's still dominating the boxing world. Um, he's thriving now. He, he has a wife. He has a daughter who is deaf. And they just are, they got the coin. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, his childhood friend Damon comes back into his life after serving years in in prison mm-hmm. um, for Adonis, and now they have to face off. And it's a winner takes all, and uh, Damon doesn't have anything to lose. Yeah, it kind of gives me a little bit of a Rocky Five feel, in reverse a little bit because we have Rocky who ended up not having any money. And it was like teacher versus student at the end. Yeah. So it kind of felt like that. Yeah, yeah, You know, because yeah. Damon kind of taught him how to box, so to speak. And yeah. Yeah. It, it followed a very familiar Rocky formula, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with because it, it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the action was done very, very well. I feel like Creed Three was sh- shorter than it should have been. Okay. I think I needed more. Uh, development from each of the characters, not Adonis, Damien, right? I think that was his name. Yeah, we want to get a little bit. More. I wanted more of his characteristics and stuff, and, and more of stuff that he was going through to propel me to understand how dangerous he was as a character to Adonis, and why Adonis had to be the way he was in order to, you know, fight him. Um, it was, but overall, I think it was awesome. I mean, it felt very animated. And yeah, so it, it did have an anime feel also to yeah, it. Yeah, because Bay loves anime. So you did mention that. So uh, I I think as far as sports films goes, definitely one of the ones I'd watch again. Now, just to play devil's advocate with Rocky movies in general, yes. we don't get crazy amounts of development with the villain. No. So I mean, I think that's why they're going that. I think they went that route a little bit. That's why I said it was yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. I would have loved for him as his like that part of being that directorial part and all that stuff. Like maybe even dig a little more into it. That could have led evolve the Rocky formula a little bit. That could have led to a, maybe a part two, you know. But that's what I wanted. That would have fucked us up because he going probably would have got dropped. Yeah, that or is also the, the thing. If so. we band together as black people, he would have been on the next one. But then who would have shown up to watch it? Fair. You know. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I still have hopes for John. I say twenty twenty, but nobody say. I I will say congratulations, Creed three. Yeah, huh? best sports movie. And I will accept this award on half a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think you're gonna like this next one. Okay. Um, this is John Wick Chapter Four. Yes. This came out on March 24th in theaters. Yes. Um, I give this best action movie. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Ooh, it would have been tough for me to even come up with that because what what did we have this year? Like Extraction Two. We had a lot of stuff, but you know what? I wanted Keanu Reeves deserved it. Keanu Everybody. Um, they did get a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's fucking John Wick. Yeah, it's, it's John too Wick. good. Yeah. If you haven't seen John Wick, you need to watch one, two, three. It's on Peacock. You know, if you <laughs> yeah. if you can, you know, order it for a little bit, you know, or do the seven day free. I don't know what to tell you, and <laughs> so you can catch up to number four. Um, this does star Keanu Reeves. 
Scott Atkins, Lawrence Fishburg, Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. So it's a really everybody good, I fucking love. Everybody. It's a lot of people. It's a really good. I was like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, <laughs> dang. Oh, oh. You know, my emotions was going all over the place. Yeah. Um, Just to give a summary of John Wick Chapter 4, and I won't give out any kind of like Spoiler. spoilers, but um, the price of his head has been increased. Of course. John Wick. And he has to fight the high table. So he tries to enlist some powerful people from the underground world, um, from New York to Paris to Japan to Berlin to fight the high table and get that, um, that uh, I guess, cost off his head or whatever. Yeah, his bounty. Yeah, his bounty off. Yeah. It's really good. It seems like all of the John Wicks, they kind of leave off. So it's like right, like right yeah, after I, the it, next. it does take years for it to be developed and stuff, but I believe, genuinely speaking, all this takes place in like a week. Yeah, in it's like, like real really world fast, time. Yeah. It's like all the within a week. Or a couple weeks. It's like, yeah, it's a week or a couple weeks yeah. or something like that. Because he does have like healing parts and things mm-hmm. like that, but it's like a it's a few weeks at a time where he's like just getting beat up from part one up. Yeah. It's awesome. Now I love that, <laughs> you know, we see uh Lawrence Fishburne again. I think this is his. They have the most movies together, like seven movies together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the one that died? Who was in the hotel? I think it's Lawrence Riddick, or it's the oh, black guy yeah, who just passed uh, away. Yeah, Lance, Lance. Yeah, Lance. Lance yeah, right. he just passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, it was nice. I think I heard Keanu Reeves. Maybe he made a tribute at the end. That's when awesome. Was, yeah, yeah, at the movies yeah. or at the uh, premiere mm-hmm. for him. Um, I don't know. I. I really love this movie, Donnie Yen. I said, hold up, wait a motherfucking minute. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Mr. Donnie Yen. I respect him a I lot. I said, it, man. And I've always, I've watched his films since like the 90s. Like, I'm a huge fan of Donnie Yen. I'm not trying to give out no spoilers, but this nigga is blind on the movie, and he kicking ass and taking names. And he is really that fast. They're not speeding him up. They're not changing. Oh He's God. that fast at the age of like fuck, I was gonna 50 ask how or old 58. Is he? He's like 50 to 58. Somewhere in between. Now you old motherfucker, y'all gonna have to catch this hell up. I don't wanna hear nothing he, about back pains, arthritis. This man was kicking ass man says He just got like China's most sexiest man or some shit That's like gross. that in a year, uh, another year in a row or some shit. That's gross. Like he's been getting it for a while now, but he's is he his own stunt man? You think he does all his stuff? He, and Keanu Reeves definitely stuff. showed he was stunting his own stuff. It yeah, was he like does his own it was no movement or cutting pieces it was yeah. just straight through Run, runners and runners yeah. and uh mm-hmm. that's the way that uh, that's the reason why i love this film i'm glad you picked this one yes best action movie i love you keanu i really hope one day you can be on my podcast you are that kind of down to earth person yeah i watch him on scott adkins podcast. i don't even know awesome. how i would act if keanu sat awesome. here i'm like you gonna have to move gregory he gonna have to oh sit. i get up yeah <laughs> okay or he, you know i can sit on his lap it's right. <laughs> we will accept this award on your behalf yes we will all right, the next one, this is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, very yes. nice, very nice. This came out there is June 2nd. We did take the kids to go see it, especially yeah. Atreyu, because yes. he loves Spider-Man. He does. We will give this movie Best Animated Film. Best Animated Film. I like it. Yes. And I fucking agree. There's a lot of stuff that I watched this year that was uh, animated, to be mm-hmm. precise. Like, I did watch a lot of things that are animated, but there is nothing that has made me more proud as for someone who's come from the visual effects side of yeah. things and of that type of movie. Like, Spider-Verse is something that has changed the way people think about animated films. Again, and I don't know how you can 
you know, mold clay differently in so many ways, mm-hmm. but they figured out a way. I like that they took that form. They took their time with it. They yes. said, okay, we got a good formula, Indeed. and we want to, you know, adding the two D with the three D. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. Um, and Rotten Tomatoes actually gave us a ninety-five percent. Yes, agreeing. Um, this was the, what's his name, Shamik Moore. I think it's so. Moore, yeah. yeah. Oscar Isaac, Haley Steinfield, Issa Rae, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah, Kaluuya. Yeah. Just to name a few. It was like Donald uh, Donald Glover was on it. They had a lot of people it's on this all-star movie. all-star cast. And then it wasn't just anime, because then when we saw Donald Glover, yeah. he was, I guess, 3D? <laughs> if you, so, I mean, um, this movie, if you haven't seen the first one, you have to go watch the first one. Absolutely. It follows Miles Morales. You know, mm-hmm. he re- um, he reunites with Gwen Stacy, yes. and he's thrown across the multiverse, Yes, and he is pitted against the other spider people mm-hmm. as he has to redefine what it means to be a hero. Yeah. So. Uh, it has me very much ex- – that movie jerked tears out of me for, for like, artistic reasons. Like, mm. I – I'm so grateful for what it is. Yeah. Because I think it's going it, – again, it just uh, defines different animated films for a very, very, very long time. Uh, just character-based, representation-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made the same waves that, like, the first Black Panther film. Did. Yeah, I'm going to definitely echo that because having a little black boy and he's like, oh, he looks like me. Yes. You know, so he, he loves Spider-Man now. Yes, and I loved Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. My son got a chance to fall in love with Miles Morales, yep. and he was him for Halloween on multiple occasions. Like that series alone, and and the multiverse, uh, just ah, it's so. I good. can't wait. Hopefully, <laughs> they did tell us it's supposed to be in the third one installment next year. Yeah, I think because of the strike, right. it might go a little bit further back, but we might get it in the summer. We might. We'll yeah, see. it's supposed to be in February, but I don't think so. I think it's gonna get pushed. Congratulations. So, best animated film, again, goes to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. All right, so my next one is Shooting Stars. Okay. Yeah, so this came out on Hulu Mm -hmm. June 2nd, same day as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to actually give this best inspirational movie. Hmm, Yes. interesting, Shooting Stars. Now, unfortunately, Rotten Tomato gave him 54%, but I say suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I really like this movie. This is based on LeBron James's story uh, of him and his four friends. Mm-hmm. You know them. I think they were at St. Vincent's and go to St. Mary's, and you know how they became the number one high school team in the country, launching LeBron James' career. Yeah. Um. This actually stars uh Caleb Mc McLaw- McLawlin? or Lawlin? Something like that. He's yeah. Lucas from Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. He played Drew, so that was LeBron's best friend. Okay. Wood Harris was on there, uh, and then we have up-and-coming actor Marquis Cook, who played LeBron James. Nice, okay. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Robinson actually directed this. Hmm. Yeah. I liked it. It was a really good movie. You can catch it on Hulu. It kind of gives a feel of, remember when they did the documentary for LeBron? Yes. And then we had that bomb-like soundtrack. The Fighting Irish one or whatever the yeah. was, yes. So it's more so a movie of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I liked okay. it. I remember seeing you guys. I, I was busy around that time. Mm-hmm. So, but you guys watching it, you did say you enjoyed it. Uh, I did. It it looked well produced. To be honest, it did look well produced. So I might have to give that a watch because yeah. I do like sports documentaries and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched uh, the last uh, oh whatever the fuck it was for the Bulls or whatever it is okay. on HBO, mm-hmm. uh, the Jordan one. 
so I, you, you know what? You did convince me to watch, but I haven't yet. But that, that's a good choice. Yeah. Definitely a good choice. Congratulations. So shooting stars on Hulu is its best inspirational movie. Yeah. And I will accept this award on your behalf. All right, next one. This one is Extraction 2. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I put that on my list. I'm surprised. So this came out on Netflix on June 9th. Okay. Um, I'm actually giving it Best Intense Slash Violent Movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you haven't seen Extraction 2, you might have to watch the first one. This was the year of sequels. Yeah. I have to say that. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives it about a 79%. I like it. That's uh, not bad. I can fuck with that. Um, this stars Chris Hem- Hemsworth yeah. and Idris Elba, just yeah. to name a couple. This was directed by Sam Hargraves. He is a stunt coordinator, a stunt man. That's that guy. Yeah, That's he actually guy. was like a, the stunt guy for Captain America. Mm-hmm. So when you watch Extraction one or two, you can tell it was directed by a stunt man yes. because it's just like I don't know how to explain it. He he is part of the camera. He, yeah, he is a part of the action. The the camera is a part of the scene. It's not something we are just viewing from. Uh, I've, I've watched a lot just alone mm-hmm. on how they, they shot and made some of these special effects and things work in those movies. And uh, just to say the level of uh, attention to detail that it takes for people like uh, Sam to do this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then um, I can't – I'm going to get the name wrong. But the even the same guy that did John Wick, he's a stuntman also. Oh, and wow. you can see where that – how why you want to show it so you want to show yeah. the action and it doesn't you can be at on your regular TV yes. you don't have to feel like you're in a theater or have yes. to have 3D glasses on it feels like you're in, in the movie the movie it's exactly. like i don't know how they do it if yeah. they it feels like they have a camera on Chris's like shoulder and you see everything yeah it's a really good movie both one and two but the second one came out this year yeah um just to give a little synopsis i guess sure. on the movie um Tyler Rake I think mm-hmm. that's the name of mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth's uh, character. character. He's a black market mercenary who's <laughs> back from the brink of death, and he is on a mission to save a gangster's in prison family because they're like in an actual prison. Yeah. Um. So that takes you on that wild goose chase, and it's so good. A lot of booms and yeah. explosions and a lot of firsthand shit. I'd say if you haven't seen it, I'd say YouTube uh, Extraction Two prison fight and allow yourself to be amazed for about a good five minutes yeah allow yourself to be amazed congratulations yep best intense and violent movie to extraction two i will accept this award on your behalf um i was gonna say something about it too it's on netflix so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i said it the second time it's on netflix Netflix. yeah because sometimes you're like what is it yeah netflix you guys i got you okay the next one is they cloned Tyrone. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Yes. Okay. Um, this came out on Netflix as well on June 14th of this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it Best Conspiracy Film. Nice. That's a really cool fucking category. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you don't have to think about these. You know what I'm saying? You know, baby girls, I have to think about I it. I fucking love it. I really want to give y'all my all, you know. Um, it did get a 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, nice. Really good, right? Yeah. Probably higher than the ones I've talked about so far. Yeah. I think yeah. besides that one, Spider-Man got 95. Yeah. Um, it does give a 70s to 90s kind of aesthetic. It's, it's weird. There's a, It's like uh, what what represents it differently is like Riverdale, where you can't mm-hmm. really like put pin where it is. But it's supposed time, to be modern day, but it's But like, it is in time somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, this um, stars 
John Boyega. Boyega. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, Tayana Parrish. Kiefer Sutherland. David Allen Greer. Yeah. We had a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was directed by Jewel Taylor. He did write Creed Two and uh, Space Jam: New Legacy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to make sure I put the director out there because I was like, who directed this film? Yeah. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of summary about they who you know they clone Tyrone. Um, uh, it is kind of like an eerie series of events that happen that brings this like unlikely trio together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually makes them discover some government conspiracies that's going on in their hood. Yeah. Their urban neighborhood. Yeah. And come to find out it's happening all across the U.S. in urban neighborhoods. Yeah. It kind of gives like, uh, what is it? Undercover Brother vibes? I was just about to say, it's Undercover Brother, but yeah. dark. But dark. Exactly. In eerie. eerie, yes. You're putting stuff in the chicken, putting stuff in the malt liquor, putting stuff in the perm. Yeah. I wanted, I thought this would be the best to give them the award for best conspiracy because it's, Jamie Foxx is funny as shit on me. Oh, yeah. He's still funny in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it gives like, damn, this could really be happening. Yeah, it's it's almost like, it's a, it's a very good allegory for how we media treats us in a lot of ways. It's an allegory for just so our societal differences and mm-hmm. how they misunderstand things, but then it's stereotypes and it's just so nah, it's a, it's a really good conspiracy. Film. And how you can tell if the white people in the film are part of the government conspiracy, they have afros. And I was like, what the hell's going on with? Oh them? yeah, it's really good. It's, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the crazy thing? I just want to put this out here. Um, again, no spoilers, but the main character, John Bo, what's Boyega. his name? Boyega. 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 Yeah. Shit. God damn it. Uh, John B. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his name on there was not Tyrone. No. <laughs> so no, you you know you'll get to see at the end how it all comes together. And Erica Badu actually, they did Ty, She did her Tyrone yeah. song, and she re. Um, Better call Tyrone. Yeah, she yeah. actually uh, redid it for yeah. the movie, so yeah. you can hear it at the end. It's of really the, cool. It's yeah. really cool. So, best conspiracy film goes to They Clone Tyrone. All right. Next one I know you're going to love. Okay. Oppenheimer. Mm. Yes. So, this came out in theaters on July 21st. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm giving it best picture, best thriller. Mm-hmm. It gets two awards for me. Okay. Yeah. Best picture and best thriller. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. It is a three-hour movie because it's directed by Christopher Nolan, and I goddamn it, Dark Knight. I love me a oh, Nolan movie. I'm like, goddamn, I'm a little tired. You know what? I'm sitting up and I was like, does he make? He doesn't make films. He makes cinema. I was like, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Nolan, Mr. Nolan, it, it's long. Like, goddamn, <laughs> Mr. Nolan. are we going back in time and do going through the whole, you know, it's five, ten, ten years or whatever? So what are we good. doing? So good. Uh, so this stars uh, Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Emma Wall. Emily Watt, Dame, uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. I'm sorry, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Josh Hartnett. We got a lot of people. Really Jack Quaid. It's a yeah. lot of people on this goddamn yeah. movie. I was yeah. like, damn, I wish I got the call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just to give you guys a little bit about it, during World War II, mm-hmm. J. Robert Oppenheimer was um, appointed to work on this top secret, top secret Manhattan project. Yes. He teamed up with a lot of scientists to spend years developing and designing the atomic bombs. bombs. Yes. Yeah, so on July 16th, 1945, they got this witness the first nuclear explosion um, that forever yeah. changed history. It is a it was beautiful, really good. Beautiful fucking movie. Yeah. 
Beautiful movie. Didn't we see it in? I don't want to. We saw it in theaters. IMAX or it was. I was IMAX. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, God, that was unbelievable. And we were like right up against yeah, the it was screen. Amazing. Yeah, definitely worth it for yeah. best picture and uh, best thriller. Yeah. Uh, Killian Murphy, kill, he killed that for sure. Only have a couple left, but okay. this has been a great, you know, I think a great list. I hope you. Can oh yeah, no, you're killing list. this lady. Okay, nice work. Okay, so the next movie is The Last Voyage of Demeter. Oh, well done. The Last Voyage of Demeter. Demeter. Um, this came out in theaters August 11th, so the day after, after my your birthday. birthday. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 49%. <laughs> and I don't agree. I don't either. I, I thought don't it was agree. really good. That movie was awesome. Yeah, I give this film Best Supernatural Film. Okay, Best yep. Supernatural Film. Yep. Um, it does star Corey Hawkins. Mm -hmm. He was the one from Straight Outta Compton. He played Dr. Dre. Right. Uh, Liam Cunningham, and then we got Javier Butte. Mm -hmm. He is a uh, he played Dracula. Mm. So this is the Dracula story, you guys. This yes. is the crew of merchants, or uh, the crew of the merchant ship Demeter. Yeah. They set sail from Carpathia mm -hmm. to London. Yes. Carrying those unmarked crates. Yes. Holding Dracula. Yes. And they soon discover Dracula has turned the ship into basically a fight for survival. Yeah. Um, this film, uh, when we saw the previews, and I think we saw the previews when we went to go see Oppenheimer, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. But I was like, oh my god, uh, we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to see this. And the reason mm -hmm. why is because it's it's the origin story of Dracula. It's not just Dracula. It's yeah. How it started, and they're going to be making this. Uh, from what I believe, it's going to be at least four to six films. I don't mind that because I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big... The Dracula movies have never done it justice. I yeah. never liked the Dracula movies. Which is why I said I was so surprised when you said you liked it as as much as you did when we did get the chance to play. Yeah, because I don't like the Dra like Dracula films in the past. I'm like, eh. Yeah. I don't like how you guys did it, but the last voyage was really Very campy good. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> this one looked like, if you guys never seen Midnight Mass, Exactly. On Netflix, it gave that kind of Dracula. Yeah. I liked it. Very it humanoid esque, but still like humanoid. Uh, yes, yeah. it wasn't like a bat, and then he turned into a human. Yes, it was like that. Um, if you haven't seen it, I think you can catch it on like Amazon. Yeah, I think probably. we ordered it for forty eight hours last it week. It was good. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, best supernatural film. All right, next one. Miguel wants to fight. Nice. This came out um, August 16th on Hulu. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 71%. Nice, I'm surprised. Yeah, I give this best coming of age film. Best coming of age. It's very quirky, very teenage, boppy, yeah. not gonna lie. They reference a lot of like Bruce Lee, Matrix stuff. Mm -hmm. um, this does star Tyler Dean Flores. There's a lot of up-and-coming actors, young ones. Yeah. Um, Imani Lewis and Rael, uh, Raul Costello. Mm -hmm. Um, this is about a 17-year-old kid named Miguel. He's asked his three best friends if they could teach him how to fight before he has to move out of his neighborhood. Yeah. His dad is like a boxer or like a boxing coach for the, the neighborhood, yeah. but he's never gotten in a fight. Yeah. So it's kind of cute to go through like a list. They're going to make a list for him about yeah. who he should fight, and then he kind of takes this like, I guess this... It's his imagination. Imagination so, runs yes, wild, and yes. then he's like, how would it feel to... Being these epic fights in these scenarios, these they're yeah. very animated. It's uh, very think of uh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah, 
Yeah, it definitely gets Scott Pilgrim. Yes. And it always referenced back to like Bruce Lee. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. It's cute. It's a little campy. It's fun. It's coming of age. It's worth it. It's for kids. But I'm a girl. I love these like, like high schooly. Yeah. yeah. yeah so like Miguel wants to fight. Best coming of age film. Congratulations. All right. So the last film. No, it's actually not the last one. Sorry. My bad. I got a couple more. Do we have enough time? Okay. We got a couple more. We got a couple more minutes, you guys. Um, the Exorcist Believer. Hmm. I don't know if you really like that. No, this is going to be one of those choices I don't think I'm going to agree with. Congratulations, Lil. This, <laughs> <laughs> this came out in theaters October 6th. Uh, Run Tomatoes gave it a 22%. Definitely agree with that. I don't agree. They play, they play games, okay? I'm going to give it best horror film. Oof. I'm giving it best horror film. Fight me. Catch me outside. How about that? Um, Leslie Odom Jr. He played on Hamilton. He yes. was a, you know, he started in that. Um, Ellen Busting. Mm. She was uh, the Chris McNeil mm-hmm. character on the original. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- what is it called? The Exorcist. Exorcist. Um, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> my God. My bad. And then um, Linda Blair makes a small appearance on it as she, well. She shouldn't have been, but okay, yeah. Um, this is when you get the single father, uh, Victor Fielding, who notices his daughter, Angela, and her friend, Catherine. Mm-hmm. They seem to be possessed mm-hmm. after being gone missing for three days. And he goes and tries to find Chris McNeil because he knows that she's the only one who ever dealt with something like this. Yeah. I like the movie. I like even how they kind of made the girls look like Linda Blair. It kind of gave a feel like if you haven't seen the, you know, Exorcist, yeah. then it, it gives a little bit of that. I'm sorry, I'm giving my my tongue plot. It's the movie you don't remember. Right. I liked it. I <laughs> really liked it. It was not good. You was tripping. Congratulations. Anybody else like it? Exodus Believer, best horror film. I'm giving it Bite Me. All right, second to the last one. This one I just recently watched. Okay. If You Were the Last. This came oh, out. Oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah. One. This one came out on Peacock October 20th. I'm giving it best romantic sci-fi. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Cool category. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 86%. Nice. Yeah. So this stars Anthony Mackie and Zoe Chow. He's been doing some dangerous stuff lately. One it's thing, been good. One thing I want to say about Anthony Mackie, and he's not getting enough roses, he did like three or four film slash shows in the year 2023 and, and was not able to promote it. And they've been rocking, Bomb. though. And they've Twisted been Metal, just to name one, yeah. you know. And now he's like the new Captain America. America, yes. Yeah, but this movie, he didn't get to promote. It came out on Peacock. It was really good. Two NASA astronauts, mm-hmm. they're on a mission for three years, but they're actually, the mission goes wrong because uh, the ship starts to drift off between Jupiter and Saturn. Mm. So they've been sitting there for three years just waiting to be rescued and they haven't. Yeah. So they're knowing they're kind of figuring that they're probably not gonna get rescued. So the past time they just find things to do like uh they garden. Yeah. I think Anthony Mackey is growing weed. <laughs> um, they have a pet goat. They do dance lessons every day and then one day um his character says, Hey, what do you think about us sleeping together? I mean we're gonna die. We're gonna die soon. <laughs> so it's a cute, like it's a cute little movie about oh. them kind of debating whether they should stay friends or spend their last days maybe more uh, more than friends. Yeah. So it's a cute movie. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Best romantic sci-fi. You guys can catch this on Peacock again if you were the last. 
All right, my last movie for the year 2023. Oh, man, here it comes. Last one. And Can it's we get not... a drum roll? You want drum one? Roll. Let's do one. All right, Five Nights at Freddy's. What? Yeah. Five now, Nights at Freddy's. Now, my list is not going by the be- you know, the worst to the best or anything like that. Yeah. Or you know, It's going by when it came out. Of course. Yeah, of course, so yeah. this came out on Peacock on October 27th. I'm giving it best game turned film. Oh, and that's saying a lot because we haven't says a lot, because bro. we haven't got anything really good that came out that this year. Says a lot. Um, this did come on Peacock, but it also came out on theater, so it was like you could do both. But mm-hmm. who wants to spend their money? Go watch on Peacock if you got the subscription. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes did give this one thirty-one percent. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, but I was looking forward to it because of the gameplays yeah. I see. Yeah. My son really loves. You guys all love, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, this starred Josh. Um, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. yeah uh, Matthew. Uh, Lil- is it Lillard? Lillard. Yeah, he played on Scream. Yeah. Um, Corey Kenshin was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was created by Scott Calvin. Yes. Yeah. So I hope he was a proud of it. I hope he has some kind of. I mean, say in they it. got a green light for the second one. So, oh wow. Uh, it apparently Rotten Tomatoes can go eat a butt because yeah. everybody tended to like we it. We all went in to one go see it. One yep. way, shape, or form, and it did really well. So, to Scott Cawthorn, to the entire all the people who put that together. For his dream to become reality and then more so. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on winning yeah. this award, sir. Yeah, so this, if you haven't watched it yet, it's a struggling security guard yeah. that takes the job at the fat, was it, uh, Freddy Casper yeah. Pizzeria. Yes. And he starts knowing, noticing the animatronics are yeah. moving. Um, I would say probably play the game or watch a gameplay on YouTube yes. and then watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's a very dark game, which uh, has a lot of stuff that. Yeah, it's real nasty in it, and I hope they they go into those with the movies later. But as far as I'm concerned, it was well done. I have a question. So, well, not a question, but I feel like the game was scarier than the movie. Definitely. Do you think the second one is gonna be Security Breach? Probably. That was a we'll, really. I guess good game. we'll see, depending on where they go with things. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was the end of the ideally though awards for best movie. I award us uh, best podcast of the year. Okay, me too. Okay. <laughs> Give us our awards. Okay. Thank um, you. Do you have any last words of wisdom? This is part one, and we're going to bring part two to you guys next week. Well, my word of wisdom is to stay tuned because part two is going to be even more fun. And uh, good job because this was awesome. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to kick ass. Yep. All right, you guys. Well, I want you guys to have an amazing Christmas. Happy holiday, Kwanzaa, yeah. Hanukkah. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. <laughs> we <laughs> drop our new episodes every Friday, audio wise on all streaming platforms please catch us on Sundays on YouTube at Ideally Though Pod and we're going to catch you next week you guys bye